Good evening. I'm Miles Rausch, and welcome to Season 2 of Newsbleep. If you've been paying attention, then you've noticed we've started a whole new season of Newsbleep. At least one person liked Season 1, so we decided to do another. To make the best Season 2 we know how, we made some changes. We revamped the opening titles. The original titles were a lot of me. But these new titles also have Holly in them. So it's less of me, but also it's twice as much me. It also uses my patented whip pan technique. Can we say visual hook? You know that fourth TV set? Yeah, the one with the U above it? Well, that's gonna be random, and I'll link to the video in the credits. It helps me get super famous while at the same time using that Creative Commons license that I've so come to embrace. These look good. There's also a new theme song. The old one was a GarageBand loop that I just threw together. But I decided I didn't want my identity associated with a song that anyone could add to their cheap, lame videos. So the new theme song is a cover of the old one. Much better. The closing credits are new too. No longer are simply the actors memorialized, but also writers, directors, musicians, and others can get their names in white on a black background. What does this really mean for Newsbleep? More of me, of course. <laughs> Some things, of course, haven't changed. The show is still free, and you should still subscribe in iTunes or visit the site regularly to see new updated content. Oh, and I'm still here. And I'm never going away. So welcome to Newsbeep 102. News Boo Weep. Childlike innocence and naivete, many of us subscribe to the self-preservation technique of if I can't see it, then it must not be there. Never has this ever been true. It has, however, helped human beings and Americans alike cope with some of the toughest topics we've come to face. Insects, spiders, teenage smoking, sexuality, ghosts, being differentness, mutually assured nuclear destruction, and monsters. Of those topics, the two most ripe for discourse and conversation are ghosts and monsters. So we present the panel, Newsbleep's own forum for conversation and discourse. 
and let's go to them now. Hello, and welcome to the panel. Nearly a year ago this month, we welcomed Dr. Professor Lichtenstein on our program, who was a member of the Paranormal Division of the Science Department at Dakota State University, a renowned ghost talker, whisperer, and ignorer. Well, today, we revisit the topic that spooked your sparkles in that episode, and my panelists certainly are no strangers to ghosts. That Certainly not. Generally. All right, to my far right, the camera's left, is Holly Gregg, editor-in-chief of Haunted Hourly, a weblog dealing with the paranormal. Uh, next to her is, of course, myself, Miles Rausch, host of News Bleep, and now the panel. Welcome. <clears throat> to my near left is Holly Davidson, <coughs> and she is a blogger for msnbc.com slash ghosts, a blog you won't find linked on their main site, but she is a, a contributor nonetheless. Uh, next to her is Bob Davidson, CEO of Ghost Breakers Incorporated, and uh, not-for-profit uh, company, uh -huh. is that correct? Well, next to her, so unwittingly. welcome. Welcome to the show. Thank you. The panel. The panel. The panel. The panel. The panel. The panel. Topic one. Do ghosts exist? Holly. Uh, most no, certainly. Don't. Let's let uh, that Holly go first. Well, you said my okay. I mean, you said Holly. Well, most certainly. No, uh, she's right. Though. As the editor-in-chief of Hauntings Hourly, I post every hour on the hour that's about ridiculous. ghosts and hauntings. And I think that speaks for itself. I so think, I think so that's your evidence because you write... <clears throat> crap about stuff that doesn't right. actually happen. Well, that means it's real. Every hour, I wrote a children's book once. That doesn't mean it actually happened. Well, I think if children are going to be reading those books, they think it's happening. So, oh, so believing is reality. reality. Yeah, of course. Oh, you want to get into philosophy with me, do you? Sure, yeah, let's do that. I think right. I think the point can be made that ghosts actually do exist. I think that should be a big Well, you're in I don't have, I don't have terrible evidence for that. Well, there's evidence. Do you need evidence? Well, my love? grandfather has seen, you know, point. ghosts I see love all the every time. weekend. I mean, he's wrong. You see the results of He probably of love. has, um, you know, amnesia or something. And, well, and he's seen my grandpa is like 40 years old, so I guess that he has amnesia or scientific like method. You can't use a scientific method. You can't make predictions and then prove those predictions showing that ghosts actually exist. That's right. You can't add one more and get a ghost, right? But certainly we can all agree that ghosts exist. The panel. The panel. The panel. The panel. The panel. The panel. The Topic two. Assuming the ghosts exist, why do they constantly harass us? Bob. I thought I thought it was pretty clear that ghosts don't exist. What's really oh, harassing us, so I think, what's really getting to us is our own delusions yes. of ghosts. That's yes. we're harassing ourselves. I would have to disagree right. with you. I mean there are millions of people around just in this state even. Again, with the belief in There's not a million people in the state. I would think that oh, if, if ghosts no, are you include the ghosts. Ghosts, ghosts are people no, too, no. all right? Yeah. They or really I would are. think that if ghosts no. do do not exist, you would be making more money. I mean, the most relatable evidence that I can really give you is um, the movie Beetlejuice. 
I mean, you say his name three times, and he comes up from okay, you know, so say wherever his name he's three at. Times. Say no. his name three times. Yeah, well, that. obviously, I'm not you know in the vicinity of Beetlejuice well, right no, now. That is well, then he's a ghost, be. right? He should be everywhere. I'm just, I mean, I'm just no, saying. He's not God. He's a ghost. He's not God omnipresent, you know. So, right. so no, no, she has a good point. I don't think she's got And I say his name three times, and he comes out of the ground and he harasses people. I mean, I mean, he's got snakes that come out of his mouth and his nose. Yeah, he was. You know, I think that's more like a maybe a zombie or something. But not a ghost. He does no, not have a ghost. No, zombies ghost. definitely exist. I believe. But there's yes. also ghosts in but the there's movie. No you know? ghosts. There's like, there's a but couple and Okay, well, we can, in the house we can all agree also, we can all agree that zombies exist, zombies, surely. But right. yes. ghosts I think yeah. still have a strong case. No, I, mm -mm. I don't He had spikes that came out of him and then she went. Oh, oh not quite okay, Casper, And then he went into the horror house. The panel. The panel the panel the panel. Topic three, still assuming that ghosts exist, should they be giving credit cards? Miles, well, thank you, Miles. I think that they should. I think I credit is a right for everyone. Please let me finish. I definitely agree. I think that, no, I think that credit is a right for everyone. I think regardless what? What of wealth like or a, race, a, I think uh, there's a lot of, I mean, given Hurricane Katrina and 9-11, you know, the damage that, that would do to the economy to give credit cards to... Creatures that don't exist. exist. What they do, you do have exist. To lose? That's no. Well, okay. You let's can say give they... a credit card to a zombie. No. That would be okay. I can. I can get behind. Like, you know what? Zombies are big spenders. They need to get they... around. They need to buy a car. You can't buy a demographic. You can't buy a human brain for consumption. You have to go out. That's why you use cats and dogs. Have you seen a ghost with bling around? Have you seen a ghost with grills? If you guys are right and ghosts don't exist, then what's the harm in giving them credit cards because they won't be able to spend anything on them anyway? If we give them. Because if it's, we give them no annual payment credit cards, inflating. if there's no balance on them, there's no harm. Well, what, but there uh, is because there's credit, credit there, and yeah. that credit could be going to living people right. who would then abuse it to buy high definition TVs and stuff. The panel. The panel. The panel. The panel. The panel. The panel. Topic four. Given the existence that ghosts exist is undeniably true, how do we create ghosts, possibly to fight in a ghost army, and how successful would this be? Holly. <clears throat> well, um, ghosts do not exist. First off, we're gonna say that. But um, just in, just pretending. I agree with her. I disagree. Pretending. Yeah, disagree I'm, pre all you want. I'm pretending for a second that ghosts do exist. All right. First off, we could not create them unless we killed a bunch of people, right? Because isn't that kind of how it works? Well, the question is how. But, but, the question is how, not is it more. The moral create, issue will come later. We cannot create So we're just going to ignore morality for right now? We will for right now. So why don't we have child armies? All right, right. Fine. Let's just send Let's our babies that. into bed. All right, we're agreed. Okay, good. If we did have ghost armies, you couldn't tell which side they were on. You know, we're fight? fighting Saddam Hussein, you know, like, like, um,. How do you know? Why could you not tell what side that they're they on? Have, they we can't could wear have berets. ghost can they tailors wear, make you know? ghost uniforms for the ghost how could army. They, how, how would they uh, interact with physical things? Ghosts right. can't move things. I mean, like, well, they can, I don't, the thing, though. They can reach exist, inside somebody's body and that they scrub their insides. Have you seen the movie Ghost? He kicked a can down a subway. That's oh, that's an effective army. So, well, they that's, 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 we, that's where you have yeah. something yeah. like somewhere. defense spending we'll to build up the army training for ghosts. So we'll get them bigger cans and try to get the enemy down in subways. Or right. Is a bullet right. just not a can that's solid and made of lead? The panel. 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 Topic five. If for some strange reason. 
We hypothetically assume that ghosts don't exist. How yes, stupid are you? Bob, Holly, how stupid are you both? Not at all. Stupid. I would say 100% stupid. Um, oh, so stupid is a percentage. Like, times a thousand. 200% so like, times, times a thousand. Yeah, you failed math. You failed math. So you can't I have a PhD. You can't plus get one math plus stupid. you equals no. Interesting. Right. Hmm. So yeah. that, yeah. So you, you can do that. Well, let's use... Using uh, the Bristol Myers scale of stupidity, I would say you both rank in the high 90s. Uh, I don't see using, any using evidence the against them. Using uh, Davidson rule of, of stupidity. You can't make up your own rule uh, of stupidity. We didn't. It's, no. No, no, it's a scientifically a... proven uh, system that my company developed exactly. specifically so for its research. And you guys are like almost off the scale. Well, yeah. to me that doesn't exist. Sounds top. familiar. You know, it does exist because I can prove it. Here and how normal. high does that here scale even go? I've been blogging here. for like five years. Look, that I have I've been blogging for five and a half years. Well, I have you on the scale. Yeah, look at the scale. And what criteria does that scale use? Does it use it Eat your own boogers. A formula and that's almost like if you yeah. tell your own How many times you say dumb dumb? Right. I right. can I can take a do ten inch formula. formula. I want I do, I want well, to say the formula. Alright. It's in well Shut the it's in there. And I would like an explanation of the formula. Well, I'm gonna have to get my scientist down here and you know, well, maybe you should and do that. I don't think you will be able to understand. If you don't understand the formula, okay. then well, why do you use it so flippantly oh, with people you're having? Because I trust my man. Conversation oh, and trust. discourse. Ah, it's all about with. trust. Now. Oh yeah, yeah. trust. Because they're smart. So you unlike you, unlike you're retarded. Know. Right. The panel. The panel. The panel. The panel. Final remarks, Holly. Uh. You know, uh, ghosts don't exist, and um, that is incorrect. You guys are stupid. That is a no. That is a We're wrong really, really summary, so. and we both have I, PhDs. I, I think you're wrong. Uh, so I got a PhD. You can't so prove it. You, there's no evidence. Right, there's no credible. Right, no credible. Right, no you're just super genius, and I got like six degrees. The panel. The panel. The panel. The panel. Final remarks, Holly. Well, simply put, ghosts definitely exist. I mean, you take a look at the evidence, uh, even though you the choose movies. not to believe it or look at it. Yeah. Movies, movies are just are a relatable bad. thing that I wanted to get across to you and the viewers right. out there well, because, you know, it's the art, easiest thing to relate But they're based on fiction. Art they're imitates life. Casper, true story. So. Art um, imitates life. And so if you have a movie about the art of ghosts, it's exactly. obviously based uh, on... Ghosts, ghosts are imitates, art now? Imitates. The imitates is not an exact reference. Right. I'll change my quote. Art equates life. You know, but that's no, something you just made back. up. That's, no, that's I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure I read, read that. that? It's it's right here. Equation. I read it. Up. The panel. The panel. The panel. The panel. The panel. The panel. Final <laughs> remarks, Bob. First, ghosts don't exist. Obviously. Uh, Second, if you believe they do exist, you need to get a hold of my company, Ghostbreakers. We can do a lot to help you out. And what does your company do to help out? We well, there's lobotomies. There's shock therapy. We are on the latest edge. So you said about as the latest edge as a Soviet military hospital. You know what? They they had a good thing. What's called Napoleon in? It was it was taken out because it was so effective. You sir are a turd. The panel. 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 Final remarks, Miles. Thank you, Miles. Uh, I believe that ghosts uh, do exist, and I think that we've made a lot of progress with this course, this nope. course, and this conversation. Definitely. I think. I think, so. the the I think that I think there's real promise in setting up a ghost mm -hmm. army, sure. and training them 
um, a la the movie Ghost, to shoot and pick bullets down. You can train people. I mean, you can train people, but you can't train army is all about. It's about training people. You can't train ghosts because ghosts don't exist. But ghosts have the same memories as people, so if we train them as people, then we can turn them into ghost warriors when they die and turn into ghosts. The panel. The panel. The panel. The panel. The panel. I'd like to thank my panel. Uh, we may have not agreed on whether or not ghosts exist. Rather, ghosts rule, but I think we can all agree that monsters drool. I think that's the general uh, consignment. Uh, thank you for joining us. I'm Miles Rausch, and this was the panel. Hey, don't spill that. Thank you to all our panelists. And now that we've laid the topic of ghosts to rest, let's move on to the topic of monsters. Normal, puny, human journalists rarely venture into this rare air of monster journalism. But whether it's fear of the topic or the reception, one can't be sure. However, Newsbleep isn't afraid to go there, despite all other journalists being afraid of monsters. That's why we've spent literally hours interviewing and talking to, filming, editing, adding music to, and showcasing experts on the topic of monsters in a next segment we call A Convenient Falsehood. The Great Plains, a breadbasket for millions. Home to the crops, cattle, and cowboys of the American Midwest. And monsters, Dr. Millicious Ordinal. If you go back, if you look at the fossil record, the Great Plains used to be a great ocean, a, a primordial ocean. And the shoreline runs, it just, it, it cuts through the Badlands in Dakota, in uh, South Dakota. And if you go out there, if you look, you just find bone upon bone upon bone upon bone. Just so life began in the ocean. And so there's just all these bones of the great prehistoric animals of the age. And people think that that's what I mean when I say monsters. That's not what I mean. I mean real monsters. Greek uh, minotaurs, Greek medusas, um, Egyptian Anubis-headed creatures, Roman minotaurs. It's uh, about uh, 6,000 pages covered. I don't believe in aliens. I don't believe in ghosts. People assume you're abnormal because you believe... There's so much that we have to teach people about simple 
human decency before we can try to attempt to teach them that, you know, basilisks used to reproduce in their backyard. Dr. Robert Bobson. My daddy's daddy was a farmer, and he lived his entire life on this soil. And one day I asked him, I said, Granddad, are these monsters here? And he chuckled and, and thought about it, and he said, yes. And also, no. I still remember when I first read a thesis titled The Great Plains Monster Myth, which went on and on and on and on about monsters living in the Midwest, and incidentally went on to be Dr. Ordinal's best selling book on the subject. I, uh, I still have the notepad where I furiously scribbled down my reaction to it. A myth turned on its head. But is it true that monsters once and still roam the forgotten land of the Midwest? At least one expert doesn't seem to think so. Dr. Jen Ann Baker-Scott. You're going to hear words like basilisk and minotaur, and these are frightening words. They frighten the Greeks, and we all still tell the story of the 300 of them that fought. So why not be scared? Because it isn't true. I mean, what is this? The thing that I'm sure that readers of Dr. Ordinal's books don't stop to ask themselves is where, what about the other ones? Um, he has extensive chapters on minotaurs, but what about the nymphs or the sirens? And what about other mythologies? Where are the Valkyries? Where's La Chupacabra? Where is the blob? Dr. Robert Bobson. My mommy's daddy was also a farmer. He farmed a little south of Omaha, about 20 miles or so. And in about 1973, he started getting the crop circles. I straight up asked him. I said, Granddad, are monsters making those designs? He kind of molded over and then he got real close to my face and said, Might have could, might have could not. Either way, I gotta stand them corn back up myself. My mama's daddy's words, and uh, I added the unsure, smiling emotion con. A myth turned on its feet again, and yet, Having heard the con side last, it would seem that monsters don't exist. But was there some other compelling reason to believe that monsters 
do exist. Gloria Jones. It was fall. Um, I remember because I was raking leaves. And I sent Ashley outside into the backyard because we have a sandbox that she could play in. My husband was uh, harvesting uh, to help his parents, so he wasn't going to be back until late. And so it was just the two of us. Um, so I went in and made supper. Uh, I made roast beef. And what you do is you, you just let it dethaw overnight, um, and then you put it in a slow cooker. And you can add like potatoes cut in half and carrots. And then for just a little extra flavor, I add a can of Coca Cola. It sounds crazy, but <laughs> I'm, I'm not crazy. So anyway, uh, when I called for Ashley, she, she didn't come. She didn't answer me. And there's this unmistakable aroma of monster in the air. My little girl was killed and eaten by monsters. She was such a brave girl. It was like, it shook me inside and, and outside and it really just, just turned me upside down and, and shook me until, until my money fell out onto the floor. And, and it was like that monster came in and picked up all that money and it left. I guess I don't have a picture in here. Well, there you go. Ashley Jones was eaten, or whatever by monsters. I spoke much too soon. Or did I? Dr. Jen Ann, Baker, Scott. I believe Gloria Jones. At least I believe Gloria Jones believes Gloria Jones. Have you met Gloria Jones's husband? Has anyone? When the police were called to investigate, she told them that he was in the bathroom. But when they checked, she said that he was in the other bathroom. This went on for six hours. Dr. Malicious Ordinal. Much has been made of the Glory Jones situation. Just because she won her fraud trial by reason of insanity doesn't... So what? She's a loony. Doesn't the fact that even a mentally challenged person can back the existence of monsters serve as proof enough? I mean, some of them can't even tell you that 2 plus 2 equals 4. Dr. Robert Bobson. I have no opinion on the matter of Gloria Jones. Much like the South Dakota landscape was doing, so too was brewing a storm on the topic of monsters. Gloria Jones was probably a crazy lady. And with Dr. Robert Bobson playing the fence like Wilson from Home Improvement, there was no clear winner to the debate. Or was there? Dr. Jen Ann Baker Scott. Aside from writing scores in Archimedetrician books, I also write fiction. Um, I've been working on a series of novels called The Archimedetrician Diaries. Um, the main character is this sexy, um, beautiful archimedetrician named Jess Ann Backer who has all these flings with really great looking men um, who really appreciate her and her work. And she does archimedetrician stuff. 
and she writes diaries. Dr. Millicious Orton. I keep a uh, victory garden in my foyer. I have, it's, it's not in bloom right now, but I wish you could see it. The, the gisales, they really bloom. They're really pretty uh, when they're in bloom. I tried keeping antique plants, like what you would find in ancient Greece, and they didn't keep, they, they wouldn't root. I also have miniature minotaurs that uh, they keep, they, they watch over the flower garden. Dr. Robert Bobson. I dabble. I have a lot of hobbies here and there. I don't do any, too much any one thing. I do puzzles, mostly. Dr. Millicious Ordinal. Dr. Robert Bobson. Dr. Jen Ann Baker Scott. <clears throat> Gloria Jones. So my daughter Ashley, Ashley, sorry, uh, she she did this this drawing um, the night that she was taken. Uh, here's our house, and there's the the Seattle Space Needle. She really really loved that. Um, and here's the monster that took her. Bingo. That's the palm door right there. Dr. Jen Ann, great Scott, or whatever. My favorite is a term that sums up um, the two truths about the pro-monster crowd. They're lazy, and they are liars. And lazy liars create what? A convenient falsehood. An inconvenient truth? What did I say? Dr. My Billy Bobby Bob, son of Bob. Either of them would have described it not as what some others are describing it as, but as an easy lyingness. Which side? Both sides. Or not both sides. You know these people are. We're not as popular as Bill Gore. I haven't gone out and bought the new Apple Keynote program, and I haven't hired a team of, of graphic designers. So no, we're not, it's all just flashbangs, you know. What's important? This here, this debate. The other side likes to hide behind what I call a convenient falsehood. That's what Dr. Jenna Ann Baker Scott says about your arguments. Well, her and her ridiculous career. I'm not going to say that. Say it or we cut you out.
convenient falsehood. Really strain. I'm gonna cry. Yeah. Why are you gonna cry? That's gonna look terrible. Now I'm crying. Oh. 